0: What's going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is Scriptwriter Steve. you reach my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. Well, today is May 9th, 2022. It is currently 1240 a.m. in the morning. I'm up late doing my thing. And what is my thing? Well... I run a wedding company here in Oahu in the state of Hawaii. It's a little one. It's not a very big one, but business is coming back. Things are like kind of the wheels are kind of turning. Why don't we just say that? And so I have to answer a lot of emails, get back to all the wedding couples who have inquired because they heard my podcast. They said, Steve, we want to get married, right? So <laughs> here I am answering some of your emails. And by the way, for those of you who written me or wrote me some hate mail, I did read those too. So thank you very much. You know, you can agree. I can agree that you disagree. And I think I can agree that you may be wrong. But you know what? I don't care. Okay. So anyway, thank you so much for tuning into my podcast. You know, today I want to talk about inflation. Yep. <laughs> the good old inflation. I take that back. Inflation is not good. It's not good at all. And I never thought inflation would be a problem. I really have... I. In my wildest dreams, you know, back from when I first started my business 20 years ago, as a young budding entrepreneur, I never thought inflation would ever get this bad. You know, we always talked about hyperinflation. I never experienced it like this in my entire life, where one day, you know, things would be about, you know, $5. What did you say? $5. And the next week, it would be maybe $10, like a 100% increase, like on flower prices. That is just. Freaking crazy, right? I mean, just imagine if a hurricane was coming to hit a Hawaii and toilet paper all of a sudden, you know, increased by 100 or 200 percent. All of a sudden, that would, be, that would be considered price gouging. But apparently it's not price gouging because, well, you know what? We just have every single problem that has accumulated because of the Biden administration you know all of all of the decisions of the Biden administration administration I'm sorry it's kind of late. I'm kind of stumbling upon my words because of the Biden administration you know everything has just accumulated into one big ball of turd and it's just ruining the lives of everyone right now because gas prices are going up and up and up and Joe Biden and his cohorts and his czars have no idea what to do to fix this problem. And I think some of them know what they should do, but they don't want to do it because they're so enslaved to the idea that, you know, climate change may happen. And, you know, God forbid, if we start using gas and the gas prices start going lower, you know, the earth may go up by a thousandth of a degree. And we can't have that because you know, we are just so committed to having everything battery powered and windmill powered and you know, green, 100% green and you know, you know, carbon dioxide free and everything like that. And we all just have to starve and go to our graves because of this. It's really stupid, but they, but they can fly on airplanes and travel around the world and be the worst hypocrites of every single kind because they're spreading the word of climate change. You know, I got a buddy, I got a friend and uh, I'm not going to say whether it's male or female, but even these days, we can't even say that anyway, right? So why don't I just say I have a they person, right? I have a they person who actually works for the state of Hawaii in the climate change department, whatever their title should be. So this person posts pictures of them traveling with their boyfriend and their coworkers. Again, they're all government workers working in the climate change department here in Hawaii, traveling the world. And it looks as though they're on vacation. You would not expect that they are working, right? And what are they doing? They're traveling the world, learning about climate change, and also spreading the word what we're doing here in Hawaii. And what are we doing here in Hawaii? Absolutely nothing. Well, they passed legislation saying by, oh, by 2030, we're going to be carbon-free. We're going to be 100% carbon-free here in Hawaii. Really? With the freaking volcano that's erupting on the Big Island every single freaking day. You're going to offset... The, the the carbon emissions from the volcano? I don't think so. I really don't think so, right? Oh, by the way, you have a volcano that's erupting right at the base where they measure CO2. So do you think that offsets the, uh, you know, the CO2 measurements at all in the world? We have a, a volcano called Kilauea Volcano, and they're right on top of the mountain there, right above of it. They're measuring CO2 for the entire world. And why are they doing that? So again, so they're getting false readings and <laughs> false readings, you know, you know, that is offset in a positive way, in their positive way for, for, uh, so they can push the global warming narrative or is it climate change narrative? I don't even know what the hell it is. So right now, right now, inflation is out of control. There's no doubt about it. And the only thing that is not inflating. Is your pay now? I'm not sure if you're getting paid more, and if you're, and if you're, uh, the the price of your maybe you got a maybe you got a raise. Let's just say you got a raise. But do you think your raise is actually at is actually keep helping you battle the I guess the the inflating cost of gas or real estate or everything from like flowers to milk to meat to every single thing out there? Do you know that when they calculate inflation, they They use this very complex formula and they don't weight three main things, food, water, and gas. Oh, hold on, it's food, shelter, and gas. I'm sorry, water is not one of them that's not weighted. Food, shelter, and gas, those are lightly weighted. I'm thinking what the hell is being weighted more? PlayStation 5 games, PCs, your price of your phone, you know, Will Smith DVDs, which aren't even selling that much at Walmart now. You know, I think those are hev- more heavily weighted than food, shelter, and gas because they're saying, Oh, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. You know, real estate in Hawaii, it went up about 20 freaking percent. <laughs> you know how crazy that is? Last year, an average, the average price of a home in Hawaii was $800,000. 800000 dollars now that's still really high because eight hundred thousand dollars gets you a piece of crap that's termite eating that you maybe have to like you know you know uh destroy it's a teardown project you know but you got the land over there so you know you're gonna go pour in a different way it's, but it's eight hundred thousand dollars and now that was the average average price last year now it's 1.12 million dollars 1.12 million are you freaking nuts and, and how much are people getting paid in Hawaii. I tell you what, we're not getting paid that much. We're really not getting paid that much. I don't have no idea how how a starter family you know begins here on Oahu or any other type of island because things are so expensive. The average price of gas here is 4.50, which is not that much, but in California, California, my friend called me up, she told me it's 6.50 in California. And in some places, it gets up to eight fifty and $9. That is nuts. That is completely nuts. I met with my friend today. Um, you know, he's a, he's a, he owns a. Oh my God, I don't want to out him. Let's see. He owns a, why don't we just call him a restauranteur? Okay. He's just he's a sort of restauranteur person. And he told me, he has friends who are, you know, they, they drive the big rigs across the entire nation. And he says a handful of them, they're saying that gas prices are so high that they're thinking of just closing up shop because diesel fuel is so expensive to the point that they're not making enough money to actually pay for them to like, you know, to pay for them to like ship anything. So it's, so it's better if they just wait on the side, wait for gas prices to go lower so they can turn a profit. Isn't that crazy? And my friend who's a restauranteur who sells food, well, he's thinking that food is getting so expensive nowadays, maybe he should get out of the entire food industry business. And that has my heart dropping because I'm going into the food industry business right when he's going to getting out and I'm like ooh maybe I shouldn't get in right now it's kind of scary I don't know oh, you know the decisions of an entrepreneur right so the question is you know w- w- Why are we in, why are things inflating so high right now? And I, and and there's so many things. Now, again, there's not one single reason why, and I made a podcast earlier on why, on why things are happening or why inflation is happening right now. But the primary reason why inflation is happening is because gas prices are out of control. That's number one. Okay. Now, there's all other things we're going to get into about the supply chain problem and, you know, COVID and everything else like that. But it's not because the economy is all of a sudden hot. All right. It was never cold. It was never, ever, ever cold. The only time it was ever dead, it was either dead or it was good. Okay. But it was never hot. How many of you think that this economy is hot right now? I mean, do you actually feel that we're living in a hot economy? Like, wow, you have so much money in your pocket, you have no idea where to spend it because, you know, you're that rich. Do you actually think that you that's what a hot economy is, that you're so wealthy that you're saying, dude, I'm just going to buy like a PlayStation 5, a new PC, a new car, another house. I am just rolling. No, it's not. And that's what Joe Biden wants you to think. That's what the entire Democrats want you to think, that this economy is so freaking hot. It's the furthest thing from hot. You know, the price of inflation is going up, not because everyone everyone has a lot of money. It's because the cost of doing business is a lot higher because gas is a lot higher. And gas, everything is related to gas. Everything, you know, every single aspect of a company, every single aspect of your life is related to gas. Everything from your energy, how you go from point A to point B. Even if you buy, like, you know, for example, like meat, right? You know, there's like the cattle has to be transported. The the food has to be transported in order to cook meat. You have to use gas. Everything relates to gas some way or another. And if you increase the price of gas and and you increase it dramatically, well, the price of everything goes up. And the reason Donald Trump was able to keep inflation down to almost nearly zero while his economy was actually hot. And by the way, under Trump, man, I felt like a wealthy dude. I felt, you know, it was great. I was middle class. And I said, whoa, I have all this money, right? I have all this money. I was booking weddings through, you know, like through the wazoo. This was great times, you know, and a dollar went a lot further. Dollar went a lot further. I didn't feel like I was shopping in Disneyland where everything was just inflated. You know, you pay like $20 for a soda over there in Disneyland, right? Well, I wonder what it is right now. So so ga- gas prices were low during Trump's administration. Now, why are gas prices high? Why don't we just think about this? Why are gas prices high? Well, Donald, Well, Joe Biden, as soon as he got into office, as soon as he got into office, what did he do? He signed an executive order and said, you know, that XL pipeline, it's not happening. It's not happening. Now, it was already sort of greenlit. A lot of Canadian jobs and all that, and a lot of American jobs, you know, they're, they wanted to make that XL pipeline. A lot of welders and all these other people there, you know, a lot of cities had popped up right around the XL pipeline because, you know, a lot of, there was going to be a lot of business, you know, that was going to be created from the construction jobs that were, that were going to like uh, uh, be created along the XL pipeline. And all of that was gone. All of that was 100% gone because Joe Biden caved to his, to his uh, I guess, very evil climate change sponsors of, of, his, uh, of his election. Okay, why don't we just say that? Uh, that's the way I worded it, right? And it had nothing to do with keeping the, the price of gas up or down. It was everything had to do with caving in to the people who helped him get elected. Right? <laughs> all the, all the climate change activists who handcuffed themselves to the XL pipeline. So he delivered that. And what was the consequent of that? Well, what Canada was going to do. Now, you know, Canada, one thing about Canada is that they're sitting on a whole A whole ton of oil, all right? But one thing they can't do is transport it to, you know, other areas. And they really can't transport it much to Europe and Africa and all those other countries. And the reason why they can't, they have a hard time doing that is because they have to get that gas to the Gulf of Mexico, over there in the northern part of America or over there in Canada, they don't have a really big system of like a, of shipping over there. you know they don't they don't have ports that are deep enough to handle barges. but over there in the Gulf of Mexico, and it's perfect right there, uh, you know they have these very deep channels of water of ocean, and they have a lot of barges already in and out there, and that system that that shipping system is already well created. So the XL pipeline was going to ship Canadian it was going to ship Canadian gas. You know, all the way through America, it wasn't going to come to America, and then that gas would end up on the ports over there in the, in the Gulf of Mexico, in the refineries, and then they would pump that oil down, whether or not it was refined or, 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 or unrefined, it would be on those barges, and those barges would then go over to Europe, and then those European countries which were getting oil from Russia would not have to be dependent on Russia, that's what the XL pipeline brought. On top of that, America at that point was energy independent. Not only were we drilling over in Alaska and everywhere else, we were also one of the big, the largest suppliers of natural gas. And again, we were supplying all of the, super, the surplus of energy over to Europe. So they would not have to be dependent on Russia. Now, isn't that a good idea? But Joe Biden, again, he caved in to his evil Democratic sponsors, the climate change activists, all right? So that's what happens. So we have that ludicrousy. And all of a sudden, when Joe Biden got elected, what happens? Well, the futures of oil start trading higher because they see the future of like, well, this is going to get bad. We're going to have a shortage of energy here. And lo and behold, they're right. And they start trading the futures higher and higher and higher, all these oil contracts. And now all of a sudden, again, we have expensive energy. And it's all because of Joe Biden's policies. Now, what else happens, right? Well, all of a sudden, we have a supply chain shortage. We have a supply chain problem. We really have, it's it's hard to get, you know, all of a sudden, now it's hard to get baby food, right? It's hard to get, for me, I'm remodeling my house. It's hard to get baseboards. It's hard to get windows. It's hard to get, you know, it's hard to get wood. It's hard to get freaking good wood, good lumber here in Hawaii. Lumber, lumber, like it, it increased. Almost 200% in price. Of course, Joe Biden says it only increased a few percent. No, it went from $6 to like about $14 per 2 by That is a lot. So it costs the remodeling of a house a lot more. Now, the only reason, you know, you know, people can remodel their house is because they've already had invested from a long time ago and they're using money they've had. They built they have a nest egg, which they built from a long time ago. That's the only reason why. It's not because the economy is hot right now and people are getting paid so much money. You know, all, all, all of the construction that's happening now is not, be, is not happening because people are taking out loans. It's not happening because of that. You know, it's not, you know, uh, wh- one thing. Okay, I want to back up here. Because this, is just, this just popped into my mind, and I want to say it before it leaves my mind, because it's really important that you hear this. Right now, the Federal Reserve has already raised interest rates by 0.5%, I believe. Now, what does that mean for you? Well, for people who are like, you know, they don't pay their credit cards off like fully, it's going to be horrible for them. Uh, it may not be that horrible, but it's, it'll be a little bit harder. Uh, but it'll make it just a little bit more... A little more, a little bit more expensive when you take out a loan for, if you want to start a business, if you want to start, like, if you want to, if you want to buy a home or anything like that, right? It'd be a little bit more expensive. But let me tell you this. The economy is not hot where people are out there rushing to open up businesses right now. They're not out there rushing to buy homes. Most of the homes that are being bought right now are being bought by corporate America it's not regular consumers or a lot of people are selling off the homes they live in now just to buy another home it's not that the that the that the entire economy is hot a lot of businesses are businesses are not taking out loans and saying hey let's open up a second let's open a open up a second location here because the economy is just so good and the consumer has so much money that's not happening all right now the fed thinks that that's happening and they have to raise interest rates to slow down the economy, to, sl- to stop people from borrowing so much. The truth is, people are not borrowing that much. People and companies are not borrowing that much. Every single thing that's happening now in the real estate industry, most of that is being done with cash. That's where it's being done, all right? And most of the people who are buying homes, actually that's being done do a lot of cash transactions because a lot of these corporations are buying it right there that's what's making and a lot of the transactions are foreign are foreign investments and those are also cash transactions okay so it has nothing to do with a hot economy no one's rushing going out there and saying wow we need to open up more locations you know, we, you know, the business is so hot here, we can like keep raising prices. No. What's happening again, like I told you before, is that the cost of doing business and the cost of doing anything is going up. It's going up at a, at, at an unbelievable rate. And it's all because of gas and gas, gas has gone up because of the Joe Biden policies, his, all of his executive orders. And now, now there's also, a supply chain problem. Now, why are these supply chain problems happening? Well, primarily they're happening because, well, under Joe Biden, <laughs> you know, he started to, to influence democratic cities and democratic states to actually, um, to actually uh, install a vaccine mandate program to, and uh, to, to have workers required, to, I guess, to, have, to be required to be vaccinated to work at their job. And a lot of people, a lot of people just did not want any of this. Um, a lot of pilots did not want any of this. You know, I know a lot of friends who worked in the movie industry. They did not want any part of this, right? So what did they do? They stopped working. And what, and what, what did they do? Well, they had some money and they opened up another business. So that talent pool, which they had before. So for example, say, for example, you're a meat cutter, right? And you see, and they're saying, Hey, you know what? Now, if you come to work, you got to wear a mask, you got to be vaccinated, you got to social distance, you know, <laughs> you know, a lot of people are saying, no, I don't want that. I really don't want that. They left their, they left their positions, they took their money and they opened up some other business. So what happened to that meat cutter when they finally open up and things start going, now they're down They're Now they're down a meat cutter, right? And can you hire out another meat cutter? Well, it takes a little time to go train another meat cutter out there. It really, really, really does. And, uh, and so, for example, it, this multiplied into from other industries, the trucking industry, the wedding industry. I know wedding people just got out of the wedding industry and everyone just moved. They, they, they kind of treated COVID as a, as a new awakening or as an opening of a second chapter in their entire life, even for me. You know, I'm getting out of the wedding industry later on, and I'm going to be opening up a a barbecue company, right? So I even I'm transitioning because I just don't want to put up with all this COVID crap that... They may actually still do later on in the future. You know, you have Fauci over there, you're barking some nonsense every now and then. And you have our own governors and mayors saying, well, we don't think we're out of the, we're out of the danger zone yet. And we're like, what? Really? Really? You want to go there? (laughs) I don't want to go there again. Right. So, so I'm, I'm moving, I'm moving uh, into the, uh, the restaurant industry, and some people in the restaurant industry are moving into the wedding industry, and and right now we're in this huge, you know, I guess midlife crisis of America where everyone is just changing occupations, no one's a pro at what they're doing right now, everyone's still like learning, you know, how to do their own profession, and it's going to take time for those people who are settling into their new professions to get good at it, and uh, that's why you have another supply chain problem. So you, you don't have enough people working the line. You don't have enough people working, you know, when I say line, like in the manufacturing line, right, you don't have enough mechanics. You don't have enough truck drivers. You don't have a lot of enough talent right now because everyone just moved. And the reason why they moved is because the government shut them down and they said, well, enough of this crap. I'm out of here. And the shutdowns, by the way, people keep blaming Trump for the shutdowns. Now, Trump, he did say we're going to only shut down for two weeks. And after those two weeks, he said, we got to open up. But what did the Democrat states do? They kept it shut down. So Florida, Texas, all the red states, they said, Hey, we're going to open up. Most of the red states said we're going to open up. And in those red states, you don't see these problems where like people are trying, are having a hard time finding talent. Right. But over in the blue states, The blue cities, that's where you see people migrating everywhere else. In fact, a lot of people in those blue states just picked up and flat out left. I have a couple of friends who just moved to Florida. They said, enough of this crap. Enough of this crap. You know, and they're, and they were like really big in the wedding industry and they said, "Uh uh-uh, I'm out of here. I mean, they left. They didn't even tell me and they said, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here. They didn't tell me I'm out of here, comma, Steve, right? They didn't even do that. They just said, I'm out of here. And next thing I know, I said, Hey, where's so and so? And they told me they left. They're in Florida, you know? So I said, really? Really? They're in Florida? So, <laughs> oh well. It is what it is, right? But that's what's happening right now. And, um, and that's why there's all of these different problems with the supply chain and that, and because we have a, we, we have a, um, a supply chain problem that also makes things a lot more expensive because you have this demand and then in order for in order for a company to meet its you know to meet its uh i guess its overhead it has to raise prices because if you don't have enough supply like say for example i only have this much toilet paper i only have this much baseboards or whatever like that but i still have to meet my bottom line to pay for my lease my employees my health insurance I have to raise prices, and I have to raise prices as though I'm not going to get any more baseboard, toilet paper, baby food, or whatever it is in there. And and more so, I just got to raise it because everyone else is raising their prices. I'm not making more money. I'm just trying to survive. That's what it is. And that's what it's coming down to. So don't think, don't buy this narrative that Joe Biden is saying, oh, the economy is so hot because we opened back up and, and I did such a great job at bringing back jobs and everything. That's all BS. And don't even, <laughs> this is what gets me here. Don't even buy his BS that he cut the deficit by trillions of dollars. He says never before have we cut it by billions and trillions of dollars or whatever he wants to say like that, right? No president has ever done that. Do you know that every single year <laughs> the, the, the politicians don't actually, uh, uh, the way they calculate deficit is not how we calculate deficit. Okay. So there so, was so the way, so the way we feel, the way we calculate our personal deficit is, for example, if I, if I was in the red, negative $100 in 2021. Okay. Now January comes over and January 1st comes over, right? December 31st, I'm in the red, negative $200, negative $200, right? January 1st comes around 2022. Now, I'm still negative two hundred dollars, so you know nothing has changed. But in the government's eyes, it resets to zero all of a sudden. Okay, it doesn't carry over. They don't carry over the negative two hundred. The negative two hundred, everything resets to zero, and they say, "Whoa, we're going to start again, brand new." So what happens, Joe Biden, when he takes over? He has a trillion, trillion trillion-plus deficit, right? I think it was like two trillion or something like that. And what happens in the next year after that? He spends a little less because his Build Back Better program wouldn't pass the Senate because Senator Joe Manchin said, "Uh "Uh-uh, we're not going to do it." So it didn't pass. So what does he do? He says, "Hey, you know what? We cut the deficit by a couple trillion dollars." No. That's not what happened. You didn't cut no deficit, everything. First of all, you didn't carry over your deficit from last year. And secondly, you didn't cut anything because your Build Back Better program didn't pass and that's why you have more money. That's why you didn't spend as much money. And by the way, when he says he he created millions of new jobs, more than any other president ever has before, well, he's only created those jobs because those jobs, you know, they're just people going back to work. And by the way, It has not yet, when we, when COVID hit, all right, when COVID hit, we lost a lot of jobs. The unemployment was incredible. It just went down like a huge valley, like a Grand Canyon, all right? Now, all of a sudden, when the economy starts opening back up again, you have this huge V that goes straight back up, but that V has yet to surpass the level we were at When Donald Trump was in office. So we don't have the same number of jobs, the same number of people working when Donald Trump was at office um, to compare to when Biden is currently at office. So he didn't create more jobs. Those people are just, you know, coming back to work or those positions are just getting filled. You understand? So there's no surplus of jobs that he created. He's having fun with the numbers. He's being cute with the numbers. He's being very deceptive with the numbers. Even though you, cr- even though one million jobs came back or millions, millions of jobs came back into the marketplace, well, you're just digging yourself out of that large crevice right there that happened because you closed down everything. All of the Democrat-run states, the Democrat-run cities, Like Hawaii, we open back up and now all of a sudden the hotels are running, right? You have the people, the bellhops are working, right? The people, the valets are working again. They're back working. The hula dancers are back working. I'm back working. So, but it has nothing to do with what Joe Biden did. Absolutely nothing. So he's patting himself on the back for nothing. And what do we have to work? Like, you know, here's what, here's what even bothers, bothers me even more. So we have this inflation crisis happening, right? It's really, really bad. And it's all happening because of gas. And what does he do? He, he, he gets into a war with Russia via, you know, using Ukraine. So it's a proxy war with Russia using Ukraine, you know, as puppets to fight Russia. And I don't know what for. I really don't know what for. I think the Democrats have been aiming to like, you know, get into war with Russia because they blame Russia on everything, like a bad movie script. You know, what, what has Russia truly done to everywhere? Oh, well, what is Russia what has Russia done? They meddled in the elections? Hasn't America meddled in elections before? Hasn't, you know, hasn't America invaded sovereign countries, overthrew their governments, killed their dictators? And all of a sudden, Russia wants to do the same thing to Ukraine. Russia wants to do the same thing to Ukraine because Joe Biden wants Ukraine to be part of NATO. And if they're part of NATO, they can put missiles right on the border there. And Moscow is right there. It's right there on the border <laughs> of Ukraine. And that's that's not what, what do you call it? That's not what Putin wants. <laughs> that, is, that is how you freaking poke a lion with an electrical probe and say, you know what? <laughs> Just fight me. Just really, really fight me. That's what he's doing. Right? That's what he's, and it's crazy. All you have to do to stop this entire war is just tell Putin, you know what? We don't support, you know, Ukraine being part of NATO. That is just BS. We're out of here. Can you pull out? Because, you know, we don't want, you, we don't want Ukraine, which is a corrupt country, to be a part of NATO. Uh, it's, that's all. But I don't know what's happening though. But anyway, he, he invades U- um, Russia via ukraine no I'm sorry, he goes to war with Russia via Ukraine, not invades Russia, but that may happen, who knows, and all of a sudden the price of gas is going even up higher because now you have we're not buying Russian gas and every you know and OPEC now just like has control of the entire oil market, so he just makes the whole situation a lot worse that's what's happening, and now we're finding out because Russia now is one of the largest suppliers of fertilizer right and uh and now we're gonna and we just passed our i guess our 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 crop season right now so we don't have as much fertilizer to go around so our crops will not yield as much vegetables it looks as though we're gonna have some type of food shortage now again all because of freaking joe biden all because of freaking joe biden and also all because of the democrats because you don't want these like um this fertilizer to actually be made in america and you don't want gmos t- to become like a viable product for farmers like gmos are like freaking awesome because you can grow some of these like you know these these, these plants without the fertilizer but no you got to use fertilizer if you want to go organic you got to use these, these, these special type organic fertil- fertilizers right you know that are like more manure based than than nu- the nitrogen based <laughs> so it's, it's stupid It's really, really stupid. So again, what we're suffering now is an accumulation of Joe Biden's policies and also democratic policies that have been installed throughout the entire nation for the entire, like for decades and decades and decades. And we're like just, (laughs) we're like getting beating, we're getting beat on by a shoe right now. (laughs) And (laughs) I I, I hate to say this, we have to just kind of take it on the chin for maybe a couple years or until Republicans get control of both of both the House and the Senate. And hopefully we can do something. Because Joe Biden, if you know, if Joe if the Democrats get their way, if they get their way and they get control of Congress, right? They maintain control of Congress and they also maintain control of the White House, we are in trouble. We are in big trouble because they're gonna install all different types of other policies. You know, that gas car that you love, the barbecue that I love, right? You know, AOC hates barbecue. She wants everyone to go vegetarian. Bill Gates wants you to go vegetarian. He wants you to go go eat toothpaste meat. You imagine that if you like barbecue, your brisket is gonna be a toothpaste brisket, right? You know, it's, it's as though we're like living on the space station, you know? That's what Bill Gates wants. I don't want that, you want that? People. You know, here's the thing: <laughs> we're all suffering in it. We're all on the we're all on the same team right now. Now, a lot of you, I'm not sure if you're Democrat or Republican or anything, but unfortunately, here in America, we only have two choices. And the Democrat side, they don't have any type of policy right now that is that is gonna fix what's going on right now. All they care about is our fictional narratives, fictional narratives that you really can't prove one way or another because their solution. You'll never see, like, say, for example, white supremacy. They'll say, Oh, the biggest problem we have, you know, in America and everywhere in the world is white supremacy. I can't see it. You, you have to be imaginary. You have to, you have to have some type of mental illness to see the problem of white supremacy in America. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're saying, Oh, they got to, they have to fix the problem with cops abusing blacks. Even though, even though if it happens, it's very minor and very small. It's small in, in scope compared to the larger problems that we have. They don't want to fix the gang problems. They don't want to fix the other problems that you know young blacks are being are being raised without fathers. They, they don't want to fix the problem that young kids are being taught that they may not be male or female. They don't see that as a problem, right? <laughs> they don't see a lot of things. Every single thing that Democrats care about it, like doesn't matter. They're all about emotional. They're emotional. Emotional arguments that are that are almost like made up in their entire head. Climate change, white supremacy, right? Uh, what, what else is there? Just recently, women's rights. Right? W- women's rights are saying, oh, because of Roe versus Wade being like, you know, o- um, possibly overturned. Like women's rights will all of a sudden, you know, be taken away from them. And, when, and the week before that, they had no idea what, what a woman was, right? But we have a choice between Democrats who don't care about fixing what's wrong with America right now, because America and the entire world—you know, the whole world—I mean, I don't want to sound big-headed here—but the whole world follows America. We are, we are the leader of the entire world. Things get more expensive here; things get more expensive everywhere. Well, the things that we do here, like with the police and everything, well, things trickle down to everywhere else, right? So, for example, the George Floyd thing—all well, of a sudden. It became the narrative that white cops are white supremacists here in America. Apparently, in the entire world, the cops are all white supremacists. Right? So stupidity trickles down from America, but so does intelligence. You, again, you know, a lot of countries look up to us. And right now, unfortunately, Joe Biden is the person who's at the top of the pyramid. And you have all of this ludicrous Nonsense, trickling down, drooling down on other countries and other people. And you have a lot of people just, you know, swooshing around in a drool of stupidity. And they're getting dumb. They're, they're, they're just getting dumb right now. So if you don't vote in Republicans who actually have real solutions to these problems, at least they're trying to create real solutions, real solutions to these problems, we're going to be in a lot of trouble, people. A lot of trouble. All right. Anyway, I got to stop this podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening to me. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. Um, you know what? My podcast, I, I don't think it's shadow banned anymore, uh, but you know, people, I, I see my listens going up and up and up and again, so it's great. I'm not sure why they did that to me. I'm not sure why Spotify, Google, and Anchor did that to me, uh, but thank you so much. Now, if you haven't subscribed to my podcast, by the way, I think you should. Um, that way you can get all my notifications so uh, you can, you can listen to my latest rants and everything like that. And again, this podcast will become part of my barbecue company. Eventually we, we will do start doing video podcasts. Um, uh, my barbecue, my barbecue company is not started officially yet. Still yet taking our time, spilling out things, you know. We're hoping some, some rules are eased, you know, and, uh, you know, but. Uh, there's still a lot of stupid things I could get into, but I better not get into it because one of those one of those people over over at the Hawaii State Department may actually you know throw a red flag at me. But um, again, thank you so much for listening to all the wedding couples who have booked with me because of the podcast. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your business, and uh, that is about it. And I will talk to you all later. All right, everyone, that's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2movies. That's BBQ, Movies. Yeah, the TO is not the number two, by the way. It is TO, like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2movies. Catch you around.